0: Welcome everybody to the Nerd Pool Podcast, with the fat fool who loves Deadpool, your host, Jamie. The water's fine, come on in. What's up everybody and welcome to another episode of the Nerd Pool Podcast. As always, I am your host, the fat fool that loves Deadpool. Yes, it's me, it's me, it's J-M-I-E, your 71st favorite podcast host, and as always, your Sherpa down this road of nerdiness, and it ain't Halloween yet. We're a couple weeks out, but today I'm going to be reviewing not one, not two, but three horror movies that have come out recently. Uh, we're talking about two very well-known books. We're talking about two remakes and A Partridge in a Pear Tree. I've seen three, least all three of these movies recently, and I'm going to rate them, you know, which one was the best which, to the which one was the worst. And that's pretty much what we're going to do, so we're going to jump right into it, which I can probably honestly 100% say is the worst of the three I've seen. And that is the 2019 remake of Child's Play. Now, the original Child's Play was a hit. It became a cult classic with Brad Dourif playing the psychopath who, using voodoo, transforms his soul into a doll who then comes alive and tries to murder a boy, his family, friends, and goes on for multiple, multiple movies. He had the great voice, and while it was a little bit of a, it was a concept that, I don't know, really worked, you know, a lot of people aren't going to be scared of a doll, it, it was a creepy, it was a creepy movie. And I love the Child's Play movies. So when they heard, when I heard that they were going to do a remake of Child's Play, I was like, great. Because originally Brad Dourif was going to do it. Originally, the, basically everybody who worked on the first one was going to do it. And they wanted to do it scarier. They wanted to do it real. They wanted to make the movie that they said they wanted to make originally. We didn't get that. We got Mark Hamill doing the voice. And I know you're hearing Mark Hamill. And I'm like, that's great. Mark Hamill does great voiceover work. I mean, if you've ever heard him be the Joker... He's, just, he's got a voice that can work. I was like, okay, I'll give it a shot. Then this turned into some kind of weird movie about the US and us allowing Alexa into our lives because no longer is Voodoo the reason this doll is a murderer. It's because some guy was getting fired and he decided to take all the safety precautions off this chip and put it in. So basically, Alexa comes to life to kill everybody. The doll looks stupid. The story is basic. They tried to go heavy on the gore and and tried to get creative with kills, I guess, to make up for the fact that the plot is, I mean, it's kind of like the original but not, and the kind of get away from the fact that the movie's just not that good, acting is okay. The kids don't really do much. I mean, Mark Hamill's the best part of it. His voice is legitimately the best part of it. And it, it doesn't work. This movie was just god-awful terrible. And I was so excited when it was happening. It was one of my movies that I was just ready to see. And they just shit all over what Child's Play was. They took the the concept of it and they tried to bring it into the new age. And it just it didn't work. I don't need to see a, a, a robot Terminator doll trying to kill people. I don't need to see him killing people because he, he wants a friend. You know, the the whole premise of this is that the doll is supposed to be your best friend, it learns you, blah blah blah, and Andy ends up showing other people attention and the doll gets jealous and, and basically kills people because he wants to be Andy's only friend. It's so crazy, it's so over the top. And again, the child's play movies in general are a batshit shit concept to begin with, but Come on, guys! it's just really this just doesn't work for me. It didn't work. I was so disappointed coming out of this film, and I feel like I wasted my money watching it. And I hate that, you know, because the original ones, while they were campy and kind of crazy, and they became later on, they became more jokey than anything. They're cult classics. People love them. I love the original Child's Play. All of them. I love Child Flight 1, 2, 3, Bride of Chucky, Seed of Chucky, you know, those were the ones where they started getting, they started leaning into the fact that it's a ridiculous concept, but it worked, and this one was just, it was a terrible remake, and I don't get why, most of the times, remakes just suck, you know, it's like, they can't get the heart of the original, it's like, you have a movie people love, why are you going to try to change basically everything, except the name of the doll, it, it, it doesn't make sense. The, the the whole process of it being a computer, it doesn't make sense. None of it. The safety protocols are gone. Why would it go insane? You know, it, it it's artificial intelligence, but it doesn't make sense. Like, it really legitimately doesn't make sense in the even then aspect of the movie its trying to tell So, this is the worst of the three I've seen of these movies I'm reviewing. And honestly... If you're a fan of the original, skip this one. And you know me, guys. Again, I say it, I try to like everything. I try to find something to be enjoyable. Mark Hamill's the only good thing in this. You know, from the the boyfriend of the mother who the son doesn't like and kind of is a dick towards the son at times because he's this got kid doesn't like him to the you know, the officer who's the son of their neighbor who's kind of charming at times but I just this doesn't have for a horror movie for me to say this is weird it doesn't have heart it doesn't bring you in it doesn't make it enjoyable it just i found myself honestly looking at the watch like when is this movie going to end and that's not a good thing when you're trying to bring people in to watch a movie it's not a good thing to have people feeling like they're wasting time watching the movie you want to be entertained and i just honestly i wasn't entertained in this they tried to go heavy on the on the gore and the murders and I guess they thought that would bring people in, and it's just if they don't make another one, I'm cool, and I hate to say that, but if they do decide to make another one with Brad Dourif and actually go back to what Child's Play was and what the original Chucky was and Voodoo, and I'll, I'm, I'll give it a shot. But if they make a remake, another one of this, I'm done. Like this was just god awful, terrible, and skip it, skip it, skip it, skip it, because I wish I had. I wish I'd have listened to my friends who told me that it was gonna be terrible, and I defended. Them. I was like, "No, no, I'm gonna give it a shot." Nope, terrible. The the way it's written is terrible. The animatronics of the damn doll is terrible. The acting's not very good. It's, even the kids seem like they phoned it in. You got child actors. You got people, kids who are getting paid to do this. That do and it's like they're all just phoning it in. Like they don't even care to be there. It's not a good way to do it. Moving on to the I don't know if you call it the second worst or if you want to call it the runner up to the best or the second best that is scary stories to tell in the dark the movie made off a a book that a lot of us read when we were kids you know it was a series i remember i, I remember reading the books i don't remember a lot about the books i do remember the stories but i don't remember everything that happened so I, as accurate as how telling how accurate this is to the Books. I mean, as far as I can remember, it's pretty, it stays pretty accurate. I'm pretty sure they changed some stuff. I haven't read that since I was, you know, 11, 12, something like that. Like, I was a kid when I read it. So, I remember the aspects of it, but I don't know how close it is. And this movie was actually fun. Like, I enjoyed it. Uh, I know it wasn't, it wasn't giving the chance that a lot of people thought it was. It wasn't going to be what a lot of people thought it was going to be. To me, it wasn't scary. They had a lot of jump scares, but for the book, it follows it. I mean, you, the Bellows family and that kept their daughter in a mansion, kept her in a basement because she was an albino. She was different. She would tell stories to the kid through the walls. The kids would dive from the way she told tell the stories. The kids in this, from different from what was in Child's Play, the kids in this did a good job. It seemed like they were all enjoying being there, and they played their parts well. And I I thought it was I thought it worked. You get different stories told throughout. Uh, Guillermo del Toro was one of the producers, and you get his little, you get his nuances with some of the character design for the the monsters. As you get some of that beautiful grotesque costume design and art design that is Guillermo del Toro. The one of the monsters in this especially. The Scarecrow looked great, but there's the fat woman in the hospital. And when you see the movie, you'll know what I'm talking about. And yes, spoilers, 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 spoilers. This movie's almost in DVD now, so guys, I don't really know what's spoiler, But I'm going to say spoilers right now because the next one's going to, I'm going to spoil. But you'll see the, the, that that beautiful, disturbing Arthur. From the fat woman in the hospital. You'll see that beautiful disturbing art That is Guillermo del Toro. in his entire style of horror. And this doesn't go over the top. It uses a little aspect of CG. But you can tell they tried to use. As much practical effects. As they could. And I honestly. I love practical effects in horror movies. It, it brings a, a better aspect. There's certain things you can't do with practical effects. I get it. Or it just looks too. It looks too low budget, but they did a good mixture of using practical effects and C G because a practical effect can bring that intensity to it and that, that that level of terrifyingness because it looks like something that can be real. They created this. This this isn't a computer animation where you can tell it's cartoon and drawn. This is actually a moving, living, breathing monster, quote unquote. And it just it brings a little level of intensity to the, the movie you're trying to portray. And this movie was fun. And I don't mean that as in, you know, I was laughing the whole time and had a few laughs, but it wasn't scary. Again, this movie, going from just the books, not just the books, but also the the whole aspect of, of its rating and everything, it wasn't going to be one of these murderous, it wasn't going to be a Saw movie, it wasn't going to be just, just in-your-face, hardcore, you know, horror movie it was a children's teen novel brought to you know the screen and it works and it's just it's great and i enjoyed the hell out of it i don't i know a lot of people didn't and you know for whatever reason i don't get like it's it's beautifully shot and it's a period piece set in a time that's different now before cell phones and everything so it it just worked it worked in the context of what they were going for and the stories were creepy. There was jump scares that can actually, if you're not a big horror movie fan, you know, and you watch them sporadically, they they're, they might get you because it's just that boom. Like, you kind of, as a horror fan, I see a lot of jump scares coming. Like, I'm counting, like, okay, one, two, three, it's coming here. Like, I, I see where they're coming. I see when they're coming because it's it's a trope and you you kind of when you're when you're a horror movie fan you get when these jump scares and this was a jump scare movie. That's exactly what this was. This was supposed to be that uh, a ghost story type film. And so you kind of see them coming and when they're coming and honestly it didn't take anything away from it. Like it to me I really enjoyed it. It didn't take any of the fun out of it when when you got the jump scares that happened. And I think that's a big aspect of knowing, even if you see something coming, to be able to sit down and actually enjoy it. And I enjoyed it. And it makes me want to reread the books because I, I remember reading the book. Like I said, I remember reading the books, and I just remember them being fun. They were kind of like goosebumps to where they were scary, but they weren't just insanely scary. You know, they weren't they weren't over-the-top graphic. And... This does a, a really good job of, of capturing what I remember, and I, I believe I don't know how close like I, I don't know how close it, is, but I, it captures the spirit of the books. And go see the film, see it. Uh, like I said, it's about to be out on streaming and Blu-ray and everything. This is one that that I really think you should catch because I I think you'll enjoy it, and even even not kids. I don't want to say a kid, but even the younger teens i think it's a scary movie for them because while it could still give you give nightmares it's not over the top in the way people are, are dying to me it, it, it's a it's a it's a weird to say it's a fun horror movie it's a fun scary movie and i think that and i know that's what they were going for because that's the way the books were and they did a great job here and i really enjoyed it from the like i said from the directing standpoint the the makeup and special effects, the use of actual practical effects, storytelling, the acting. Everybody just seemed like they, they did their part in this movie, and I don't think this movie's getting the love that it should get get or is getting. Because I think a lot of people kinda of just glossed over this film and I really don't think they should have because there's a lot of times in it, even like I said, the monsters there's a lot of monsters in it that's just to me, it's it's a beautiful, grotesque grotesque film. And not in a, a bad way, if that makes any sense. So, definitely go see this film. I don't think you'll be disappointed. Now we're moving on to the last of the three that I've seen, and the best of the three that I've seen. It is It Chapter 2, the sequel to 2017's monster breakout hit, It Chapter 1. And this one hasn't gotten the love that the first one got. Uh, and a lot of people say that they, that it doesn't have a lot of heart that the first one had. If even in the books, when you read the books, or even when you watch the original made-for-TV movie with Tim Curry and John Ritter, the story is always heavier for, on the kids' aspect because it takes a... I think it's a lot more terrifying as a kid to not know what's going on. And that they have to battle this demon, this entity. And then when they become adults, while they don't remember it, when they do start remembering it, they've battled it once. So they know that they can beat it, or they know they can take it down. And I think that that it's always been heavily skewed towards the kids. That's always been the part that was, they spent more time on. This is... Great. I, I mean, anybody who said they didn't like this film, it has its plot holes, it has its flaws. Any movie will. I enjoyed the hell out of this film. They didn't skimp on certain parts. Um, spoiler alert again, there's gay bashing in this film. And they they use the F word while descri- describing it. The very first scene is is a scene from the book, and it's a very controversial scene, of two gay men getting beat and one getting thrown off a pier just for simply being gay, it's very hard-hitting, and it can. It, it, it a lot of people were saying that they shouldn't have put it in the film. It's a big part of the film, and what brings everything together. And while it was, it's a strong, hard scene to watch it's integral to to bringing pennywise and reestablishing pennywise and bringing everybody together again these adults did a great job of not only being trying to reintroduce you to the characters but also being a good representation of the characters from the from the first one and the kids and being that adult version of them now there are aspects of this there is a, a secret for Richie that they uh, they slightly allude to, but they never actually come out and say, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Pennywise, at one point, when he v- visits Richie, uh, the the gay man at the beginning that gets beaten, thrown off the pier, and Pennywise subsequently kills, is walking, you know, as Richie's by himself, In a park, he slaps a flyer on him that says, you know, talking about the fair that night. And it's, basically when he reads it, it's in memorial of him saying when he was born and he died that year. And um, then Pennywise, you see him and he's talking about wanting to play Truth or Dare. And he knows his secret and he's torturing him with with this secret. And... It leads you wondering, what is Richie's secret? what What is the r- reasoning behind all this? And they allude to... Richie's a comedian, and they allude to... He already says he doesn't write it on jokes, so that's not it. They allude to him being gay and being in love with Eddie, who is his best friend. They allude to it, but they never come out and actually say it. It never gets revealed. The, the closest thing they get is at the very end, when you see him, where he carved R and E into... A bridge when he was a kid. And a part with him when he was a kid playing video games with a, a boy. And he's... The boy's trying to... look Going to leave. And then he says one more game. You know, he'll pay for it. And somehow that's supposed to end until he's gay. Now, I don't know. It could just be because Eddie ends up dying. Eddie was his best friend. It could just be that, that they were close like that. He breaks down. I don't know. And I spend a lot of time talking about it because it, it's a big... It's it's a big thing because they allude to it, but they don't want to come out and say it, so I, you really don't know if that's what they're talking about or not. But Bill Hader is probably the star of this this film. You know, it, he did an amazing job taking what Richie was in the first one and expanding on it. I mean, he's wisecracking, he's cutting jokes... He is the lightheartedness of this film, even when he's terrified, he's cracking jokes, and he's just—he's the breakout star of this film. Now, James McAvoy is the leader, in him playing playing Bill as a as a, a writer who's written movies, who's written books, and who can't ever get a ending right. Like the books are great, but the ending just doesn't work. He's speaks normal, and then in, when he comes to Derry, he he starts getting his stutter back because he's remembering all this. All the adults, granted, granted, did again did a good job. Beverly, you know, had the father issues when she was she was molested and beaten when she was a girl. Right now she's an adult. She's married. Her husband's abusive to her, and they again all all the. Actors in this took a took what the kids did and they expanded upon it and that's good writing but it's also them because they're getting little nuances of what those characters were. You know, it's one thing to write down and make them seem similar, but to get the small little nuances of how they they talked or how they reacted to situations or looks or facial features, it it was great, greatly done. And Pennywise, they went more. They went farther with this. They went more gory with this. They tried to use practical as well as CG. A lot of the times, the CG just looked fake. And again, it's it's not their own fault. There's just certain things that you can just look at and tell it's CG. When Pennywise at the end becomes the giant spider Pennywise clown monster, I mean, there's nothing you can do against that. There's nothing you can do to not make that you know, a there's nothing you can do to not make that look cheesy. I mean there's there's just no way around it. They did the best they can, it looked scary. Pennywise, uh in this he he he's more sinister and not as campy or trying to be as funny and I think it takes some of it away from him. It's weird to say a psychotic killer, murderous clown, demon doesn't have that fun aspect. But that's why I still think Tim Curry did the best job as Pennywise because Pennywise is still a clown. He's taken this, he's taken this form of a clown for what reasons I don't we don't know. But he's taken this form, and you've got to have that clown aspect as well as the scary aspect, and he does it but doesn't. There's a part where he lures a little girl under bleachers to, to kill her, and, it's a hard scene, and, and it's, because a little girl with a birthmark on her face, and he plays that, you know, and she's smart off the bat, she's like, you're not my friend, he keeps trying to say that they're friends, and she's like, you're not my friend, and she goes to walk away, and he starts acting like he's crying, saying that he's ugly, and nobody wants to be his friend, playing on the fact that she has this. And tells her he can just blow it away. And you see her light up thinking that this can be gone. She comes close and he eats her. And it was it was it was kinda rough to watch. It's like it's not a completely gory scene, but it's just a little girl that wants you know, this imperfection and stuff that she probably thinks people stare at her to go away and to get eaten. It's just it's a it shows you what Pennywise is. It shows you that viciousness and his ability to lure and use the use aspects and use the traits that he knows can get you to do what he wants when it comes to all the adults I mean it's he feeds on their fear He from you get aspects from when they're kids and stuff that they've seen the flashback sequences are great as far as the new stuff and It's a genuinely intense, scary movie. Now, again, I'm a horror fan. I wasn't jumping at it. I can kind of see a lot of it coming, but in the theater, people were, you know, jumping at it, and I can see why. You know, it can be... It was intense, and it's maybe not as good as the original one, you know, the 2015 version. But again, the second half of the book, when they become adults... It's it's not as interesting as when they were kids anyway. The kid is the 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 kids are the heavy part of the f- book, and I think that's the aspect of finishing the book is knowing that this whole it's kind of a play on it, knowing that the book did it finished okay, but it wasn't that that strong heavy finish because it was so loaded on the front end, and the first movie is so loaded with that, and you get to see these kids and it establishes them. They don't never really they they play off it from the kids' perspective of them growing up. They never really establish who the people are as adults. But the, you're not getting that. They're remembering coming to Derry. They had forgotten when they get to Derry, that's when that floods back of the scenes from them of the kid. And that's what that's what it works for. That's what they're wanting. They're wanting you to see that aspect. I don't need to see I know that Richie's a stand up comedian, but I don't need to see what he's doing. Bill's, you know, Writing movies and stuff, I get all that, but we don't need to. We don't need to see that. We don't need to see the life outside of Derry when they didn't remember Derry, when they didn't remember Pennywise. We don't need to see that part. We need to see how they're reacting to Pennywise now, and how they're reacting to remembering what Derry was, and getting all this flood of of terror and all this stuff that happens. We get the scene, finally, of Beverly finding out who wrote her the note in the first one, and finding out that. Ben was the heavy set kid, and he was in love with the girl, he's grown up now, he's in great shape, he's rich, got a great job, and he's always been in love with her, and she's always thought that Bill was the one that wrote the note when it was actually Ben. We get to see them actually, her find out, we get to see them come together, and we get to see that, that that's a great love story and a great end to that love story that works and it, it's tear-jerking because he's loved her his whole life and finally she finds out and he finally gets that, that love that he's that he's always wanted. We get to see the return of Bowers as we see that he, when thrown down a well, he comes out from it. The police catch him after he's murdered his father. He's been in an insane asylum all these years. He's still got the mullet, the sweet, sweet mullet he gets his knife back, Pennywise. It's giving him his knife back using his dead friend. He's getting driven around in his in this in his Camaro or excuse me, his Trans Am by his dead friend, which was kind of weird. He's trying to kill the Losers Club, failing horribly because he's just a bumbling oaf at this point. But you get you get the exclamation point on that to where finally after all the torture. Richie, spoiler alert, kills him when he's trying to kill Bill. And the book was great. The original made-for-TV movie, while campy, is a cult classic. It wasn't that great. This this film has done well. This, this film was done well, shot well, you know, to go from what it was when it was a period piece before set, you know, in, when they were kids, to now... In the present day, setting this, it's a good, it's a good full circle on it, and they had the book to go off of, so it's it's easy to write that script. But visually, it it's great. They Pennywise was just scary, and again the the whole all all of the actors and actresses, all of them together, they had chemistry, and it, it felt like the kids did in the first one, and it was great. This film, I I know that people are saying it's not as good as the first one, and it probably isn't, but it's still a great film. It's got good jump scares in it. It's got a good story that keeps you enthralled through a nearly three-hour film. Nearly three hours, but it keeps you enthralled and keeps you into it the entire time. It never loses you. To me, it's well-paced, well done, and my hats are off to him because it's a very enjoyable film. So I would highly recommend going and seeing this. This is the best of the three films I've seen. And I know that they're talking about maybe wanting to do a third one. They don't need to do a third one. You kept it off. It's done. It's over with. If you do a prequel, that's one thing. But I don't think they need to do that. Um, honestly, have, you have to wait 27 years to do this again. Because it comes back every 27 years, so why not wait 27 years? You could always remake It every 27 years. You know, it's it's, it's stupid to say that, but you could. And it would go along with the story. But I highly recommend seeing It Chapter 2. You won't be disappointed. If you enjoyed the first one, you're not going to be disappointed. Because Pennywise the Dancing Clown will haunt your nightmares. Very well done film. That's three movies, three reviews, Child's Play, skip it. Scariest stories to tell in the dark. Watch it. It chapter two. It, it's a must see. If you, especially if you enjoy the first one, all have their own aspects. All of them are three completely different films. They're all, you know, they're none of them are really connected in any way, shape, or form. None of them have even. They're not even the same audience. Besides, besides being considered a quote-unquote horror film, none of them step on each other's toes. None of them take from each other. They're three separate films, three separate stories, and they're all unique in their own way, and only one of them is a shit fest. And that, again, is Child's Play. So let me know what you guys think. If you've seen any of these movies, let me know what you think. You can always tell me what you want on Twitter, at NerdPoolPod. You can follow me on Instagram, at NerdPoolPodcast. I'm on Twitch, at NerdPoolGaming. Thank you all for all the love, the support. Hit that like button. Subscribe to your favorite podcasts, Anytime, anywhere you get it, leave me a review, leave me a rating, and let me just hear from you. I enjoy hearing from all the fans out there. So that's NerdPool. Until next time, see ya.